Our gospel lesson today comes from Matthew's 11th chapter, verses 2 through 11, and I will be reading from the New Revised Standard Version, and it reads, When John heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. The lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised. The poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Truly, I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet, the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. My friends, this is the word of the Lord. You know, my friends, let me quickly say that John indeed had a big task, a task that that he was born to accomplish. And let us be honest, how many of us would have said it was too much? Who wants to be born only to be killed for doing one primary job? In fact, how many of us can say that we will lay everything on the line to fulfill a call? Of course, my friends, these all are rhetorical questions that many of us could answer for ourselves. As for me, I would say John's task would have been too much for me apart from God. I would have asked God a lot of questions along the way, and I would have had my concerns and my doubts. And if we pay close attention to this Matthew text, we find John questioning perhaps himself in the form of sending his disciples out to Jesus. Maybe subconsciously, John asked himself, was he, Jesus, worth it? Thus in this Matthew text, we find John sending his disciples to check on Jesus. And I would argue John needed reassurance about his work. Perhaps he needed to know that his work was not in vain. And we find in this text, Jesus does give him reassurance by sending John a good report The report proclaimed the blind was made to see, the lame was able to walk, the dead was was risen, the deaf was enabled to hear, and the poor received 
good news. I think we, my friends, are similar to John where we all need reassurance once in a while. Some of us may have heard God calling us to a great task where we have found ourselves not only doubting ourselves, but also doubting if God was making the right decision by calling us. For example, we can look at Mary's story. Mary was given a great task of carrying the Savior of the world. But Mary was young, perhaps 14 or 15 years of age. Mary was unwed. And she was the least unlikely woman during that time to be called to that great task. But God gave her reassurance of God's presence. And hence we have the canticle of Mary, the Magnificat, where she said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. She got it together with the help of the angel of the Lord. Then she stuck to the script, S-C-R-I-P-T, versus what's in the bulletin. <laughs> Yet, on a side note, let me remind us that sticking to the script may sometimes feel uncomfortable. I can attest to this reality by using my call, my call to ministry. I felt like I was not worthy and the task of leading people to Jesus was too much for me. Yes, I love Jesus. Yes, I wanted people to know Jesus for the pardoning of their sins. Yes, I wanted people to have a relationship with God. But I was a rebel. I didn't like to follow rules. I wanted to do things my own way. But thanks be to God for not giving up on me. With the help of the Spirit, I got it together. And now I am trying to stick to the script of my calling, which is very. And all of us, my friends, could do our parts by doing three simple things. First, we can listen and read scriptures consistently. And need I say we should obey what God is telling us in scripture. Secondly, we can pray for others. Third, in the, in the words of Reuben Joe, we can do no harm, do good, and stay in love with God. These three simple things may encourage us to stick to the script by helping the homeless. We can partner with, with folks like the House of Hope who are doing great work in our community as it pertains to homelessness. We can stick to the script by helping the impoverished and marginalized. We can partner with, with people like Help for Kids, SNAP, and the Bread Brigade. We can stick to the script by visiting the sick. We can stick to the script by comforting the bereaving. Oh, my friends, we can stick to the script by getting more involved in outreach efforts. The vineyard is large, my friends, but there are very few laborers. We want more people other than the select few to get more involved with what Central is doing in our broader communities. 
And we can stick to the script by being more positive in dismal and negative situations and conversations. And lastly, my friends, we can stick to the script by inviting people to church, but more importantly, by encouraging them to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And my friends, here's the good news. Just as the Lord gave John reassurance, the Lord is always giving us reminders of his presence in many ways. We are not alone in our journeys. God is with us. Therefore, in closing, my friends, I challenge us to respond to God's word and embrace God's hope for us through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who is encouraging us to stick to the script. Let us pray. Merciful and gracious God, we thank you for your word, which gives us hope to keep pressing forward despite our worries and concerns. By your spirit, continue to inspire, encourage, empower us, and challenge us to not only listen and read your word, but to obey you and follow the precepts of Jesus of the Gospels. Help us to boldly proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ as a hope that we have in him. Help us to serve as your hands and feet by sticking to the script as led by the Holy Spirit. Likewise, Lord, help us to continue to pray for those in our church and beyond the walls of our church who may not be well and need a message of hope and encouragement. And today we pray for the McClay family and the death of William Bill McClay. We pray for the Bird Goble family and the death of Anne. We pray, Lord, that you give them peace and comfort that surpasses all understanding. By your spirit, encourage us in your strength and joy to serve in ways that make positive impacts in the lives of others. Lastly, help us to be and become all that you are, all that you are calling us to be and become, starting here and now, on towards complete eternity. We pray this prayer in the name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord. Amen.